Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thanks so much for tuning in. We got the best health and wellness show coming at you. We're always working to bring you better guests, better content. We got the best fans on the planet. Thank you so much for your reviews and comments and shares. Everything you guys are doing to help this show make it happen and be what it is. I so much appreciate your support. Today we got another great interview coming at you. This is going to be Helene Segura, and she is the author of The Inefficiency Assassin. I love that title. (laughs) I actually asked her where the title came from in the show. Let me get into that in a moment. Just a quick word from MAK, Mystic Expressions. This is a Himalayan salt company that specializes in pink salt. Now, personally, I feel this is a small transition we can all take from moving from white refined salt to pink Himalayan salt. So head over to makmystic.com for more details. All right, as I was saying, we have Helene Segura coming on. She's the author of this fantastic book who has so much information around time management. She's going to talk about avoiding procrastination, reducing stress, prioritizing your life. And we have a lot of different commonalities in between nutrition and fitness and lifestyle along with this all this time management and business and the corporate world and everything you're doing in your day. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to the show, Helene. Thank you so much for joining us today on Exploring Mind and Body. Thanks, Drew. I'm excited to be here. So today we're going to be talking about efficiency. Your book here is called The Inefficiency Assassin. Now, that's such a cool title. Can you tell me about where that came from? And it seems a bit, is it bold? A little bold? (laughs) I would say so. Other people have called it aggressive. And it's funny, it is an aggressive title, but it balances out with the whole goal of the book, which is peace. But uh, that title actually came about from a marketing class. Uh, Marketing is definitely not my favorite part of being in business because I would prefer just to work with clients and help them. But I was told that the title Time Management Consultant or Productivity Consultant was rather boring. So we went through these exercises of figuring out exactly what I do for my clients. And between a gin and tonic and my love of spy movies and thrillers creeping in, the title The Inefficiency Assassin was born because when you got down to it, what I did for clients was help them slay lost time. So that is how the aggressive title came about. (laughs) Fantastic. I love it. Helene, tell me more about yourself and how you got into what you do now. I was born and raised in Los Angeles, and after graduating from high school, went to college in Texas, Texas A&M. And I was a decent student in high school, but got completely overwhelmed in college, and part of it was because of time management, trying to balance out the books and the partying and playing sports and everything else, so that was a big learning curve for me. And then after I graduated from college, I spent the first 11 years of my adult life as a high school teacher in a Title I school, and this is really where I started teaching time management tactics 
tactics and organizational tactics because my students, so many of them, didn't have these skills. So that snowballed into me leaving the classroom after 11 years and starting my business 10 years ago. And I still work with some students, but the majority of my work now is with adults from different aspects, from the business world, from the educational world, and just teaching them how they can be more efficient in their day without making these huge changes to their lives. It seems like time management is such a important subject. Why do you think so many of us feel, I'm going to say feel, we're going to get into, <laughs> we'll get into procrastination and we'll get into prioritizing huh. here shortly, but why do we feel like we have so little time throughout the day? Part of it is because it's in our DNA as Americans that we are just driven to be better, to, to always do our best and to work hard. It's in our work ethic. So when you combine that with all of these societal distractions, you've got social media, you've got these electronic devices where we feel like we need to be on 24-7. And then some people are also a little competitive with folks in their, their circles or with their neighbors. And so all of that starts to build up to not saying no to everything that's out there and really taking a step back and looking at what do you truly need to say yes to. So because we tend to be so overscheduled, that's why time management is now so critical because we've made ourselves so busy. So the, by overscheduling ourselves, you mentioned by saying no. It seems like we want to say yes to everyone and everything. Uh, a quote that often resonates in my mind when I don't want to do something is when you say yes to something you don't want to do, you're usually saying no to something you don't want to do or something you do want to do. Why do you think mm -hmm. that we always want to please? Why do we want to say yes to all the things even if we don't want to do them? It's part of the whole description of being nice because you are called nice when you help other people around you. And who doesn't want to be called nice? You know, part of the draw to social media is you feel that you are liked because other people have liked your Facebook post or the tweet that you just posted. And so, especially for nurturers, it's important in our personalities that we feel this sense of belonging. And a lot of times we mistake saying yes to everybody for this sense of belonging. We can belong just fine without necessarily sticking our noses into everything because it's so important that we care for ourselves first. So do you have any suggestions or tips to learn or practice how to say no? Or is it just simply saying no? The easiest way to say no, especially for a nurturer who wants to please everybody, is just to say, I don't have room in my schedule. Because you're probably not lying at all. You most likely don't have room in your schedule. Now, if you have an issue with saying no right away, then you can use a stalling tactic, something like, I need to take a look at my calendar and then I'll get back to you. So that way you at least have a few minutes or maybe even a few days to come up with the reason why you cannot say yes to that schedule. You can just also be totally honest and say, you know what, I'm feeling really overwhelmed and as much as I would love to participate, I, I just can't right now. But thank you for asking and leave it at that. Let's get into procrastination a little bit. I okay. feel like I'm a procrastinator myself, <laughs> so I'm interested in some tips that you have. Why do you think that, I mean, I think it has a lot to do with a deadline, but I'd love to hear what your perspective is on how we can 
learn more about avoiding procrastination and in, in getting our work done? Procrastination is actually human nature. So inherently, all of us have procrastination inside of us. So it becomes a matter of catching ourselves and making the decision whether or not we want to procrastinate. Now, psychologists define procrastination as the act of wanting to feel better now. And that's why it's human nature. Who doesn't want to feel better right now? So the key is when you catch yourself in the act, you're about to procrastinate, you need to ask yourself, how will delaying this decision or this task, whatever's in front of me, how will delaying it benefit me? And if you can ask yourself that question, the majority of the time, there is no benefit. So you go ahead and make that decision or do that task, even if it's not fun. But if the answer is, well, I mean, it could benefit me, it's not an emergency, then you're really not procrastinating, you're just going to go on to something else. So the key is really catching yourself in the act so you become fully present and make a conscious decision about whether or not you do want to procrastinate. It seems to me that the more we procrastinate, the more stress we put on ourselves. Yes, exactly. And you're very much into health, so you probably know all about cortisol. And whenever we procrastinate, we are releasing all of these stress hormones, which leads to high blood pressure and stress eating. And over long periods of time, it leads to cognitive malfunction, basically. So we can use a little bit of cortisol every now and then to give us some adrenaline to get us going. But if we are always waiting until a deadline is right on top of us and we feel like, oh my gosh, I work so much better under pressure, we're actually releasing all of that cortisol. So that that is not a good thing. My name is Jasmani Lewis. I'm from Florida. I've been enjoying exploring my body for quite some time now just for the simple fact that Drew is a genuine person. His content's amazing and he touches the people with his words. So uh, the listeners that are out there listening, continue listening. For the new ones, you will not be upset. Thank you, Drew. All right, so I want to tell you about the Silver Fern Aesthetic and Vein Clinic. Now, they specialize in a few areas. One is skin care. They'll tell you the difference between professional skin care and over-the-counter skin care. This is something that they specialize in as well as offering education to their customers and clients. Mineral makeup is one of their non-toxic type of products. They have no talc, perfume, dyes, alcohol, or anything else that may clog your pores. They also specialize in varicose and spider veins. I actually had the opportunity to stop in there, and they helped me better understand who's more likely to get them, how to treat them, and even how to prevent them. And then they also offer detoxing products and services such as their universal contour wrap. They offer a clay solution. This gets rid of toxins, increases your energy levels, and much more. If you want more details, visit their Facebook page at Silver Fern Aesthetic and Vein Clinic. They're also offering free consultations from Dr. Jackson and their other skincare professionals. You can find them in Didsbury across from the train station, or you can give them a call at 403-335-8829. I'm interested to hear about your to-do list. It seems like we write a list of all the things that we have to get done, and then we mm-hmm. do all the things that we <laughs> that are easy so we can knock them off the list. Right. We're still procrastinating. Tell me, tell me about right. turning your to-do list into a done list. 
there's nothing wrong with creating this monstrous list of everything that you'd like to do and all the ideas that pop into your head. Because if we do keep all of those thoughts crammed into our brains, then it's too hard for us to focus. So by all means, liberate your mind and get those onto a sheet of paper or into your phone. But the key is when you're actually planning your list for the next day, you want to look at what the top three priorities are from that monster list. And so when you're focused on what's going to be most important, what are the things you need to do so that way your life can be better or you won't get fired or you won't lose your house or you're able to pay all of your bills on time, that's what you want your focus to be on as early in the day as possible. The other key is, instead of just having this list of three or four or ten items on there, you want to assign time blocks to them. Because so many times we will have that monster to-do list, and then we feel totally depressed at the end of the day when we've only crossed off a few things, even though that list was totally unrealistic. There was no way a human could possibly have finished those things. And when we feel down about ourselves at the end of the day, that's definitely not motivational, and it affects productivity. So that's why you just want to focus on what are the top three things you need to get done. And do you have more than three things to do in a day? Yes, everybody does. But at least you're focused on what are these three things I really need to do so that way I'm not kicking myself in the pants later than I didn't do them. What are these time locks when you say, is this giving Mm -hmm. yourself a specific time to, is this time of day or is this duration of how long you giving yourself to do this task? It can actually be both. So the first step is time of duration. You want to estimate how long you think it's going to take for this task. So if you need to call somebody you're not looking forward to calling, you're not looking forward to talking to them, but you need to get it done, maybe that call is going to take 30 minutes. So you've already estimated 30 minutes of your time the next day needs to go to this phone call. And to make it even better, if you can schedule that 30 minutes onto your calendar, you're making an appointment with yourself to do that. And most of the time, when we schedule something on our calendar, we're going to do it. If it's just floating off on this random to-do list, we don't always hold ourselves accountable to that. So if at all possible, schedule it on your calendar. And the beauty of knowing that you're estimating estimating the duration, that time block, is that if something else crops up and you truly need to take care of it in that time slot you had originally designated, you know that 30 minutes needs to move somewhere else. So what other time can you get that finished? And by moving those time blocks around, fewer and fewer things fall through the cracks. I love that calendar tip there because when we talk about you know, nutrition, fitness, booking. I always say book yourself time, book yourself an hour or 30 minutes for a workout, whatever it is. Once we we book that, it means a little bit more than saying, oh, 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 I'll get to it. And then again, you have your, you're talking about your putting in your calendar, you book your appointment. If we have an appointment with a, a client or customer or a golf appointment, a hair appointment, whatever it is, we usually keep it. But exactly, it, if it's just on the back of our minds and we don't consciously say this is what I'm going to do, then we just forget about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so the, using that calendar is so important. And it doesn't matter if it's paper or digital because that's another question I get asked. The key is whatever calendar you use on a daily basis, that's the one you need to stick to and review daily. 
One of the things I wanted to share with you was this something that I've been doing that to help me was I make I'm a I'm a list maker myself, <laughs> uh-huh. and then I narrow them down to to three. I try to do my the three top priorities, and then I mm-hmm. look at the list and I ask myself, what's one thing that I could do on this on the list that's going to make me feel productive today? And nice. And then I do that first because otherwise you wait till the end of the day and then you then I, I procrastinate. Right. Again. <laughs> right, exactly. And you know, going back to your question on procrastination, there is a way to procrastinate productively. So when you choose those top three priorities you want to get done, you can also choose a bonus three, a plus three. So if things aren't going your way and you can't get those top three done like you had planned because maybe somebody flaked out on you or didn't get you information you needed, you can move into the bonus three. Or if you finish early, you can move into the bonus three. What normally happens is if something goes wrong and we get overwhelmed, that's when we go after the low-hanging fruit that you were talking about earlier, the things on the list that are super easy because we're distracted and we're upset. So if we can focus on that bonus three instead, we can procrastinate productively work on something else that is still important and far more important than those easy things that we would have otherwise done. So uh, I love that. So the, if you go to your, if you go to the, the easier ones, the low hanging fruit, then if you mm-hmm. understand that we have some bonus or, or leeway, then we have the opportunity mm-hmm. to not be so stressed out if we don't get to those important tasks that may take longer than some shorter tasks. Right, exactly. You are still working towards your goal, just not necessarily in the order you had originally planned. And then, so what, how would we avoid just going straight to that low-hanging fruit and then getting back <laughs> into procrastination again? Well, I'll give you a quick productivity hack because what I have found with my clients is that the lowest hanging fruit they tend to go to when they want to procrastinate is grabbing their phone and jumping onto social media or checking email. And the reason why it's so easy to do that is because, number one, their phone is right next to them, and number two, they have all of their favorite apps right there on the home screen of the phone, and they have all of the numbers just screaming at them. They have one message, or they have five new Facebook notifications. And so that becomes even more tempting, and it's so easy just to hit that app. So for those clients, I recommend that they put their apps on a rear screen so they actually have to swipe a few times to get to it and during the act of swiping they tend to catch themselves procrastinating and saying wait a minute what am I doing here I'm just wasting time and so that helps prevent them from going after the low-hanging fruit of mindless social media and I know I harp about social media a lot I have accounts on every platform and I use it but we just need to make sure we don't use it to procrastinate constantly throughout the day All right, don't go anywhere. We got tons of more information coming up on Exploring Mind and Body. All right, I just want to take a moment to tell you about the tire shop. Now, this is one of those businesses that I'm actually excited to tell you about. I'm excited to be working with and to recommend. Now, the tire shop is one of those places that you walk into and it kind of feels like home a bit. There, there's a family-run business for 40 years, if you could imagine. So they're definitely doing something right. When you walk in, they, you know what is cool about them is they don't say, hey, well, how can I help you? They don't feel like you're rushing out the door. They, they actually say, how, you, how are you doing? 
and ask you about your day before they get into the service. And I just think that means so much in today's day and age. And I went in there, I was flipping tires for one of my fitness routines, and I said, Hey, Aaron, do you have any old tires I could use? So he went out back and got this big tire for me. He helped me load it up. That was that was super cool. So the tire shop isn't just about tires. They do oil changes. They check your battery. They do rotations. So if you have any issues with your car at all, go ahead and check out the tire shop here in Olds. Go to people that you can trust. And I'm telling you, without a doubt, these are, these are going to be like family if you have any type of car issues. They're at 4903 Imperial Way behind Napa, or you can give them a call at 403-556-7660. You know what, you know what I did was I made a bold statement, not not exactly like your uh, title here, but I decided to get rid of my cell phone. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Cra- it's crazy. I know. And people are always, I get a blank stare when I tell people that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that's, yeah, that's fantastic. You've taken control of your life. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a big step because we live on our cell phones. That they're always there. And uh, and to me, I just thought when I was out with family, I'd be checking my emails. When I was out with friends, I'd be looking through my social media feed. I felt like I never had a break from work. And, you know, and now mm-hmm. like that move, that, that decision in my life, you know, changed everything because I can mm-hmm. enjoy things on my own. I can not think about business all the time. I'm not distracted mm-hmm. when I'm working on a project. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's really made a whole lot of positive changes in my life. Oh, that's terrific. I am giving you a high five right now through the <laughs> airways because that's awesome. So if you don't mind, what I'd like to do is address your lin- listeners who are saying, Drew, there is no way I can give up a cell phone. You know, there are a lot of people out there like that. So if they're in that boat, what you could do instead is just simply turn off your notifications because the average person gets 110 notifications per day from our phones. And every time we check that notification, we are causing our brains to switch tasks and we lose an average of 60 seconds each time. So when you add that up, we're causing ourselves to lose 110 minutes per day. So for your listeners out there who can't go cold turkey, who cannot just give up their cell phones, try just turning off the notifications because you'll be in much more control than you are now of your phone. You know, that was a, and that was a difficult, that's pretty cool that you have it all broken down like that. I suppose that's why this is what you do. <laughs> but one of the things is, you know, when I was, I'd be writing a, what, so whatever, it could be social media posts or it could be a, a new project I'm working on. And then my mm-hmm. notification would go off. Then I stop mm-hmm. what I'm doing. You look at your no- notification and then it takes you, I think you said 60 seconds, but it seemed like it take me forever <laughs> to get my mind back into what I was doing. Right, exactly. And that's just an average 60 seconds. Some people take a lot longer, and that's where these time leaks are during the day. So when I tell my keynote and training audiences, did you know that the average person loses three hours a day from procrastination, distractions, and overwhelm? Their first response is, nah, it's not three hours. And so we talk about how it's not three hours all at once. It's not like you're, you're going to say, you know what? I wasted from 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock yesterday just procrastinating. You know, it doesn't happen like that. It happens this 10 minutes here and 15 minutes there, 5 minutes, 2 minutes. And if you add up all those times, it's 3 hours. Now, the great thing about that statistic is all of that is self-imposed. 
So if it's self-imposed, that means we can unimpose it and get our time back. Helene, tell me more about prioritization. It seems like we all have the same amount of hours in the day. <laughs> it seems mm-hmm. like we are able to get through the things that we want to get done or the things we feel we have to get done. And I think that all leads to procrastination. Or sorry, yes. prioritizing. Prioritizing. And I know that there are all sorts of grids and quadrants out there where you can line things up, but a lot of my clients can't wrap their brains about which quadrant their their decisions fall in. So the easiest way that we've come up with is just first asking yourself, what do I need to do tomorrow so that I will not be in a world of hurt? And that's how you choose your first level of priorities. Because if you are in a time deficit hole right now and you're so far behind on things, then you're probably nearing the trouble mark either in your personal life or work life because you haven't gotten something done. So you start at that, that first basic needs level. What do I need to do to survive? And then once you're starting to catch up, you can ask yourself the next question. Okay, what can I do so that things just stay okay? So you start moving up in priorities. You're not as time crunched. And then once you're starting to get the hang of time management, you no longer just have to function at the as-is level. You can start looking at the proactive level where you're looking at what can I do to get ahead tomorrow? And then later on, what can I do to get ahead for the next two days? So it's this progression in how you see your priorities. So that's why there's not one specific way to look at things. You first need to start with your basic needs and then start working your way toward looking to the future. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's fantastic. I actually never heard of going, you know, it's a, it's a great way. It's kind of how I teach, you know, you start off slowly and then you move right. forward. Helene, tell me more about your book and what you're doing on your website and maybe some details if, if we're interested in finding more about you and how people could work with you. Sure. My website is called theinefficiencyassassin.com, and I have all sorts of information about there uh, on there about my books. I've got webinars, trainings for companies, and presentations, keynotes, and sessions for conferences, and as well as individual consulting. And as far as my newest book goes, The Inefficiency Assassin, one of my favorite pieces of feedback that I've gotten from different readers is that that just by looking at the table of contents, they're able to go in and triage what their immediate pain point is so they can just jump immediately to that chapter and start understanding what they need to do. And once they've gained back a little time just from implementing what's in that chapter, then they can go back and start reading all the other parts of the book. So I love that the book can help both people who need immediate help right now And what you're going to implement is not going to change your life within five minutes. It does take some time, like we were talking about earlier. But you can at least start feeling that relief that you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm really excited to hear that from different folks out there. Yeah, you know what? I mean, your book is... It's a good, solid book, and I was I was looking at it here. There's so much information. I like your little mm-hmm. tips on the side in those boxes. So even when you know they're shaded dark, but e- even when you're sitting there, sitting there flipping through the book, you can you can pull little pieces out. I really enjoyed that part of it. But there's just so much to take away. So uh, you know, I, I want to wish you all the best with it. I think there's so much that our audience can learn from 
learning how to prior, prior, excuse me, prioritize your time and maybe avoid procrastination a bit, reduce that stress. Stress is something I often talk about on the show. So Helene, thank you so much for your time and I wish you all the best with your book and future business endeavors. Thank you very much, Drew. It's been a pleasure. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. I always appreciate your time to come in and see what we have going on. A quick word from some of our longtime sponsors. We have Health Street here in Olds, who have some of the highest health standards in Canada. You can also visit them at healthstreet.ca. We have Shoppers Drug Mart, who's been with us from the very beginning. We so much appreciate their longtime support. AG Foods in Didsbury, they're bringing better quality foods to the grocery industry. And then I'm going to mention GDK Gravel and Sand again at the end, who also has residential products, not just commercial. Now, if you're interested more in what we do and what we have to offer, we have a monthly membership that I'd love for you to be a part of. We design meal plans, weekly meal plans for you, recipes and grocery shopping lists included. We also do all-at-home workouts for you. So we plan the entire week out, the week for you, including rest days and recovery days. So if you head over to trueformlife.com, we have more details. And don't forget about our app that I'm super excited about. Head over to trueformlife.com slash EMB app for more details on how you can download this and get some free gifts as well. Now, this is only available to the first 100 downloads and ratings and reviews, so get in there and check it out before it's too late. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one-yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.